This evening we'll read one verse, the very first verse in the Bible, Genesis 1, verse 1. In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. In just a simple ten-word sentence, we have marked for us the beginning of the universe in time and space, the beginning of history as we know it. History is defined as the study of past events, particularly in human affairs. The Bible is both the inspired word of God and a historical account of the origins of the universe, the earth, mankind, and God's chosen people. Now, the traditional theological view is that God in his eternal state, self-existent, self-sufficient, in one creative act brought all time and reality into existence. So from the historical perspective, you could say on October 22nd, 4004 B.C., at 6 p.m., God created the heaven and the earth. That is history, according to James Usher. Now, he was an Anglican bishop. He used known historical dates, the Bible, ancient manuscripts to establish an accurate chronological account of the beginning of God's creation and subsequent events. You could debate him, but he died on March 21st, 1656. But we all recognize dates that are meaningful to us, our birthday, Christmas Day, December 25th, we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To most U.S. citizens, if I say July 4th, 1776, they instantly recognize that as our Independence Day. How about 9-11? Immediately you think of September 11th, 2001, and the terrorist attacks on the United States. A couple of weeks ago, my son-in-law, Milo, uh, was at our house, and he said, I didn't know he was assassinated. Well, he'd been reading a book on Abraham Lincoln. And as he read through that book, he would share with me what he was reading, but he'd tell me, don't tell me what's going to happen as far as other events in his life. He wanted to read it. Uh, He's a Canadian citizen by birth and is not as well acquainted with our history. But I told him I didn't like that fact either. Any book I read on Abraham Lincoln, it all ends the same way. Uh, Him being shot at Ford's Theater and dying on April 15, 1865. 
Now, there are other important dates uh, in the Bible that have been identified, uh, some due to their uh, supernatural or miraculous uh, content. Uh, Researchers have tried to identify them. October 30th, 1207 B.C., that is the date that Cambridge University researchers determined was the day that Joshua commanded the sun and the moon to stand still. That's found in Joshua chapter 10. It was during uh, the conquest of the promised land. God was uh, giving Joshua and the children of Israel victory. But on that particular day, uh, Joshua wanted the extra daylight in order to have a total victory over the Amorites. Well, some dates are discovered by other methods. There was the recovery of an ancient astronomical tablet that allowed researchers to determine the exact day that King Jehoiachin, the king of Judah, was captured by King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. That was on March 16th, 597 B.C. And of course, when they discover a date like that, they're able to uh, sequence other related events, so they're important. But then there are those dates that we find in God's Word that were important to Him to want us to know that it was an exact date. One of these is found in Genesis chapter 7, verses 11 to 13. We read this. It says, In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, the 17th day of the month, the same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened, and the rain was upon the earth forty days and forty nights. In the selfsame day entered Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth, the sons of Noah, and Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons with them into the ark. Here we have a a specific day, one that God wanted us to know using Usher's chronological order and translating for the different calendar. That would be April 19th. 2349 B.C. There was a a date. It was an important date. Now, we need to understand the event, but I guarantee you this was an important date to Noah and his family. I, I believe it was a date that they reflected on for the rest of their uh, sojourn on the earth. God had revealed in the prior chapter, chapter 6, verse 13, that he was going to destroy the world. But he revealed a plan to Noah so that he and his wife and his sons and their wives could be saved from that destruction. So the remainder of chapter 6, we find God giving instructions to Noah to build an ark so large that it'd be over 4,100 years before a 
a shipyard would build a vessel that big. Noah didn't have a shipyard. They believe it took him 60 to 70 years to construct the ark. He was also engaged in, at least for some of those years, in putting provision into the ark for his family and for all the animals that would be on that ark. And as we heard Friday evening, as that time was going by, uh, the world was getting more and more wicked. Second Peter 2.5 tells us that Noah was a preacher of righteousness. It didn't say he was a preacher of doom and gloom. No, he was a preacher of righteousness. I believe he preached it daily by his life, just living a godly life, his testimony. And I'm sure he admonished anyone that he could, knowing the pending destruction, the judgment that was coming to get their hearts right with God, to make their peace with the God of heaven. Well, there was an eyewitness to how the people responded to Noah's preaching and possibly the knowledge of the ark as it was being prepared. Our Lord said in Luke seventeen twenty six and 27, as it was in the days of Noah, he was a witness to this, so shall it also be in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, and they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. What was that day? That was April 19th, the day that they had on their calendar. And the flood came and destroyed them all. They didn't repent. They just went on with their lives just as normal. Each day passed by. They did not see judgment. If some did believe, they didn't act on it. But I do note here it says that they did these things It says, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, judgment came. Their last moments were suddenly believing what Noah had been telling them. The day came that God's judgment was literally outpoured upon them, and they were all destroyed in the flood. Again, except for Noah and his family. I'm sure that they looked at April 19th, 2349 BC, or however they calendared that at that time as the day they were saved. They were saved from destruction. They were spared by God's mercy. Why? Because they believed and they followed his instructions. They did all those things that God commanded them to do. And I wonder, perhaps they, after they had come to Mount Ararat there and and had disembarked, you wonder if year by year they would get back together on that day. This was the day that we were saved, that we should offer a sacrifice to the Lord. 
And we should thank the God of heaven that he had mercy upon us. I believe that was an important day for them. It's something more than interesting. July 20th, 1969 is an interesting day. That's when Neil Armstrong took the first step on the moon. I've heard a date at least once a year all of my life. December 7th, 1941. I can even hear the words of FDR saying a day that will live in infamy. And it has, the day that Pearl Harbor was attacked. There are days that that we note, days that are important to us. But what about the days that God has placed on his calendar? Most scholars believe that Jesus was crucified and died on April 3rd, the year 33. Some believe April 7th, the year 30. But sometimes it's the event that's more important. He was sacrificed to pay the penalty of your sins and my sins. If you use that first date, then on May 24th of 33, that would have been the day of Pentecost the day that the Holy Ghost was poured out upon those who had gathered in the upper room following the Lord's instructions, his commandment, to tarry there until they were endued with power from on high. Something else also occurred on that day, May 24, 33. Peter preached a sermon, and in that sermon, he said, the gift of the Holy Ghost is a promise unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. That's an important day because it's still a promise to you and me. God wasn't willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance So he put a date on that calendar where he allowed his only son to die so that we could have eternal life. So the question tonight is, do you have a day on God's historical calendar? Do you have a day there that God has noted. Now for me, that first date was January 4th, 1984. That's when I prayed a prayer in my parents' living room and and told Jesus that I was sorry for my sins and asked him to forgive me and he transformed my life, radically transformed it. I, I like to look at that historical calendar for me. I see another date, July 10th, 1993. That was the same date that Brother Carver stepped down after being overseer for 28 years. The service went on as normal. As I recall, Brother Isaac Davis preached a sermon. 
And following that service, Brother Carver prayed with me. And God entirely sanctified me. That, that's on that historical calendar that God is keeping. The next night, July 11th, 1993. In the tabernacle again. I was having a dry prayer meeting. Couldn't fill the thing. Maybe you're seeking and you don't fill anything. God is still the same. I was just right down at the middle of the altar in the tabernacle. Brother Rule Green with his cane came over and he sat right down by me and kept saying, Amen, Amen, as fast as I've ever heard him say it. And within a couple of minutes, the Lord filled me with the Holy Spirit. You see, those dates are on that calendar. But do you have a date on that calendar? Do you know that you've been saved? Has God put that date on his calendar for you? Revelation chapter 10 verses 5 and 6 says there's coming a time that an angel is going to lift his hand to heaven standing upon the sea and the earth and make an oath that there will be time no more. And that ends. It began around 4004 BC. It has an ending date. What's important is what we do in between that time period. We have to have our date registered there. Do you have your date registered there? Do you have all your experiences? God wants to see those on his calendar. And God wants to bless you tonight. If you're not saved, that historical date needs to be August 13th, 2023. That is the date that God has determined for you because he said now is the accepted time. God has designed this date for you. We're going to have an opportunity to pray. Make sure that you can look at that calendar and see your name on God's timeline.